Hello. Welcome to episode two of Manhound Sound Sessions. I'm your host, Bill Wardlow. Got a very special treat for you today. My guest is Nolan Taylor. I had never met Nolan before. When he started to sing, he quickly became one of my local favorites. His voice just absolutely blew me away. He's got a great story, and I'm convinced he's going places. We had a great talk over a couple of beers and just a ridiculous good live performance. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Here's my interview with Nolan Taylor. Oh, I need you right now. Hey, Nolan, welcome to the podcast, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. I appreciate it. Let's jump right in. What got you started playing? Well, I started out trying to play bass. Well, all right. Back when I was a little kid, I fell in love with Ralph Stanley. Who didn't? Exactly. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to be the best banjo picker on the face of the earth. And my uncle had one. He was like, I can't play it. So he sent it to me for Christmas one year. And I found out I was left-handed. It says it was a right-handed five-string. And I couldn't play it. <laughs> Every time I grabbed it, I'd pick it up, turn it upside down. And my teacher would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's the other way. But so then from that point on, I just kind of like gave it up for a few years. And then I was like, I want to play bass because Chris Squire from Yes was like the greatest bass player ever. I want to do what he does. Got the went, I went and bought a bass right-handed because I had knew some guy who said he can change it, and he did. Changed it over to left-handed. Hated it. And uh, my buddy bought the acoustic guitar at the exact same pawn shop. Like the next day, I was in between trying to buy like, should I get that right-handed bass and flip it, or should I get? this left-handed acoustic guitar. And then he got it and he hated it. And he was like, I'll sell it to you for like 60 bucks. And that was the first time I ever played. I was like seventh grader and it just kind of snowballed. All right, nice. Yep. I, I know a guy that plays right-handed bass, but he's left-handed. So he plays left-handed guitar. What? <laughs> yeah. How in the heck? <laughs> I, I don't know. That is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, when did you write your first song? I was probably... I'd say I started it when I was in high school. I had about the first two verses. First verse, it's Realize um, is the name of the song. Um, yeah, I probably had about first two verses. And then some kid came over about the time I graduated. It was, might have been a year out of high school. And he was like, let's try to work on that. And he gave me some nice ideas. And then I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And I finished it like the next week. Hated it. Never wanted to play it. Didn't play it in front of anybody. Still don't play it that often to this day. But... Yeah, my brother helped in on it. He, it was like me and him kind of collabed the most on it. So that's what the end product. Really? Yep. So I was probably about 18, 19. Really? Yep. Late bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have much interest in it. I was playing sports in high school instead of music. That's interesting. Yep. Most guys get started pretty early. and Right. <laughs> I wish I would have, trust me. So how long was it till you wrote another song? Oh, years. Really? Yeah, when, several when years. Did, when did you get into actually writing pretty regularly? Oh, I still suck at it. I'm too <laughs> uh, self-conscious. I write regularly, but I hate it all. So I scrap everything I ever write. I'll delete it out of my phone or to rip up the paper and throw it away. I oh, hate, I hate how I write. Don't rip it up and throw it away. Put it in a box yeah, somewhere. You might change your mind about it later. <laughs> I know. I need to. I'm, I'm getting better on it. Now I, I just kind of record myself singing random crap and to my iPhone and I'll go back like six months later and be like that was a great idea and I'll try to write to it and I'll finish a song out of it yeah but, 
Is that your process now? Kind of. Well, here here lately, I've just been kind of getting hit with songs. Like, I'm just walking, and I'm like, oh, that's a really good, you know, line. And I'll just kind of sit down and write it all together. It's and then, great when it happens. That yeah, way. it's amazing. I've been so lucky. Like, my last three songs are just bam, bam, bam. Nice. coming out, yeah. So does it normally come as a, as a lyric first, or do you... 50% Write of the time. To music? I'd say 50% of the time. It's it's half and half. It's like sometimes I'll be playing around and just picking, doing random things. And then I'll just be like, wow, that, that really clicked. Like I love with that fits so well with my personal style, you know? And then I'll just try to make something out of that. Or sometimes, like I said, I'll be walking through the house and be like, oh, that's a cool line. Nice. And just go right to it. So if you start with vocals, does it, do you then find a melody first? Or do you write music and and then figure out how to make those those lyrics fit? When I'm start, I guess when I'm with the line, I just kind of make it all make sense in my head before I even put it on paper, like before I even put it on a guitar or anything. So I'll kind of know what I want out of it, and then I'll be like, okay, I think I want to play this out of G because I want to start singing like this, or I want, you know what I mean? Like I know I can. So you be work louder. out melody and everything, yeah, as with, you do and it. like in my head. And then I'll put it on, then I'll go grab the guitar and I'll be like, wow, that was a terrible idea. You know what I mean? Like, why don't I ever think I should play it like that? And then I'll <laughs> just come up with something completely different than the original version. Right. So that's nice. So how important is the lyric over it fitting into, into the song? The lyric's the most important part of the song for me. Yeah. So I think it all has to, yeah, the lyrics have to meld perfect in my mind which is why i hate my writing sometimes i'll be like well that just doesn't make any sense or i shouldn't have done that there i can't get that away from you know and i don't know it's just but I, I just feel like the the writing has to be so on point with the music as well though so like if i'm playing dark stuff i want to sing about something dark or if i'm playing like a happier chord i want to try to make it more upbeat and happier lyrics and stuff like that but but most importantly the, the lyric has to make, has to say what you're wanting to say. Yep. I, uh, lyrics are my favorite thing in this world. Every line? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Really? Mm-hmm. That's, I, I really struggle with, if I think something sounds dumb, it's like, that's only a, f a couple filler words, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that big of a deal, but in my head, I'm like, I got to find something else. I can't play this live because there's two words that I said in that song that I just don't like. Right. Yep. Too picky. You know, some guys will change that every time they every time they play it. Yep, I understand <laughs> that. I, I understand that big time. Do you deal with writer's block at all, or do you just mm. wait until it happens? Yeah, I'm more of the latter. More just kind of hits me. Do, do you do writing exercises or anything? Not like as that? much as you I know? would want to. I I look up how to be a more creative writer all the time. I just love writing. Period. So, like, my favorite class in school was English and writing together i loved them i loved reading i loved writing i loved creating stories i loved writing short stories uh, poems but i've never thought i was any good you know i was like i'm not very good at it i just didn't really enjoy it and that's kind of how i feel with songwriting it's like i'm at least saying what i'm saying but i'm not i'm okay you know it's nothing to brag about so you do it daily regularly uh probably especially if i mean i play i play every day so i'm constantly writing every day whether it's something stupid or something serious i'm Constantly making things up right. as I'm going. Well, there's something called the 2080 rule. Yeah. I, what is it? Twenty percent, eighty percent of the of the work for twenty percent 
of the yield. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you like you write a hundred songs, you might get twenty out of them. Right. So that's exactly how I am. So I'm in literally writing all the time. I play twelve songs probably live, which isn't that much considering how you know how often I am trying to put stuff together. Right. Well, it's all right. But mostly originals you play as you're out nowadays. I've uh, well, my songwriting kind of hit. Um, I went to the Voice. Really? Yeah. So I I had only had maybe two or three songs that I had ever written before the Voice two years ago, and uh, I made it past the first round. And her and I were like, "What?" Like I did it on a whim. We just drove out to Indianapolis and just like just did it because everybody on Facebook was like, "You got to do this." I was like, "I never even seen the show," so I went out to the Voice and I made it past that first round we were like what (laughs) like what the heck so then they were like come to a private audition two days later at an undisclosed location we'll send you the address don't tell anybody because they don't want people showing up trying to be like please let us in you know right and uh waited forever made it again immediately like as soon as i sang my first song pretty much they were like you're going so then i waited for months after that and then they got a hold of me they flew me out to uh Los Angeles. And I, so I was the right, I was like the round before casting. I got voted off there. And the whole process, I never took any serious at all. Like none of that entire That's thing. That's probably the best way to do it. I was just going out there having fun, but it sucked. When they when they said like everybody around me was trying so hard, I mean, gargling honey and stuff to clear their vocals. And I, I'm just like, I don't care. You know, I'm getting drunk the night before and going out there and playing. And, uh, but when they said like, you're not, we don't want you. I was like, wow, I'm pissed. <laughs> like what? <laughs> the audacity, you know what I mean? And, uh, so, I mean, I, I called her, I was mad. I was like, I know I'm never doing something like that again. Well, the next day I got home and I was just like, nah, I'm going to make that. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to go out and do this all the time. So I never really even took it serious all the way up to the point. I played open mics in my own shows uh, all the way up to two years ago, just sparingly when people would ask me to. But then I hit to that point, and I was like, I'm doing this big. I'm going to try to make this my full time. Like, I'm going to write and write and write and write and write. I'm going to play anywhere I can. And that's kind of where it's that's all taken me. you got to have. It was like, all because of the voice, though, which is the best part, because I'm like, I'm going to prove you guys. You know, <laughs> it's right, like, right. as cliche as that sounds, like, that's exactly how it started. And then I just went on a writing frenzy. I just wrote, I mean, I wrote that 500 song um, that I played on this podcast. That's great. You had that, uh, that, uh, that reaction. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like fueled the fire. Yeah. That's good. It was a great, it, it was a great experience that, that, overall. That's a neat experience. It was that, wild. It caught me by surprise. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. It was fun. All right. Well, let's take a break and, uh, take a listen to a song. Perfect. Thank you. Awesome. chilly days and these rainy nights they got me feeling learning most of the time Cause I, I really miss you and we can sit inside and just watch it rain we'll take a drive on a real nice day it's all 
was great stuff thanks i appreciate it so uh what kind of recordings do you have out hardly any i have a i have a video that i recorded pretty professionally in a studio um with my realized video and then i kind of took the audio off of that and i put it on all streaming platforms so it's on i think it's on literally everything but amazon music Unfortunately, I don't know why they didn't put it on there, but yep. Hmm. And then other than that, it's just YouTube videos. I got like a pretty professionally quality uh, cover of one of my buddy's songs on YouTube. Same guy did it, same place. It's just a different time, obviously. Right. I check those out. I uh, highly recommend everyone else go check that out as well. Thank you. I hope it's you guys really do. good stuff. <laughs> Thank you. So, uh, do you ever write with other people? I, no, I have not. I mean, I did with my first song. I said that earlier. I, I kind of collabed a little bit, more than I ever have before. But I, I'm very open to co-writing. That's some, something I want to get more into, just to bounce different ideas and get away from my style and go to somebody else's and help with that. But you haven't done a lot of it yet? No, because I don't really know anybody who's open and willing. Yeah? Yeah, it's like I, I feel like I'm... I reach out all the time, you know what I mean? If anybody wants to ride or play, I'm always down. I find the same problem, actually. It's crazy. Yeah. People are busy, though. I get it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being busy, how, how do you find the time? To write? Yeah. To, uh, to write, to play, to... Well, I, uh, I kind of... How do you I'm, fit it all in? I'm very anal. 
about everything in my life and super particular. So I have to have some sort of structure. So I typically wake up, if I'm working an afternoon shift, I'll wake up pretty early, give myself about four or five hours before I have to leave, try to. And that's just constant playing guitar, reading books, writing anything from a short story to anything. Like I'll just sit down and try to bounce ideas around in my head, just be creative. I have to have like some sort of creativity hour or hours. Um, but yeah, so I mean, if I'm working an early shift, I make sure I get directly home and jump right in and just start playing guitar and bouncing ideas around my head. And it's something I, I make myself do every single day. Otherwise, I feel really bad about myself if I don't. So you pretty well keep a schedule then. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, that's good. Yep. It's my best quality, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's what's some influences of yours? Well, for for my writing in particular, yeah. or just like music in yeah, general? for your writing and for music in general. Um. Well, my big influences aren't necessarily like my favorite bands or anything. Um, like my favorite band's The Grateful Dead, but I don't sit around and be like, oh, I'm going to create a jam here because I don't, you know what I mean? That's, I, I don't know how. I'm not that good, you know, but so I just envy and I love what they do. But then I listen to people that are more my style. It, um, it would be really nice to be able to write lyrics like Robert Hunt. Oh, though. that's what I'm saying. He's <laughs> insane. And it, yeah. it would be really nice to even create any sort of music that Jerry Garcia ever did. You know, sitting down from Old in the Way to all of his acoustic crap, his bluegrass crap, all the way to Jerry Garcia Band to the Grateful Dead. Like, it's impossible. <laughs> I, would, I would love to, but right. he's the greatest of them. You know, one of them. But uh, I would have to agree with you. Yeah. He's, I mean, he just blows my mind. <laughs> but... Uh, I would say my biggest top influence in the way I write, and I envy the way that he just like orchestrates a song, I guess, if that's a word, um, is Gregory Allen Isakov. He's just like a he's a guy from South Africa. He lives in Boulder now. Um, his his full time job is he farms a couple acre plot of land and then clones the seeds and, and then sells them. So when it's really? winter, he tours. Summertime and fall and stuff, he's not, he don't play. He plays in Colorado a couple times a year, you know what I mean? But then once it's winter, he tours the country, tours wow. the world. But uh, he just, he's so dark, but yet not necessarily always sad. It's always very dark and, and beautiful music. And he, I mean, he's so good that he did an entire album with the Colorado Symphony. Wow. Like, that's how good the guy, you don't, not every artist can say, hey, I want to get a symphony together and create music. You know right. what I mean? Especially he did one it. that doesn't do it full time. Right. He's unbelievable. Wow. He's, how, he's my favorite. How did you find this guy? Um, well, uh, my buddy, I mentioned that I covered one of his songs, Vegas. His name's Zach McFadden. Great. One of my favorite songwriters ever. That's who my next influence was going to be. Um. But he was like, yeah, we're real big Joe Purdy fans who really got me started in folk music entirely. I wanted to be an acoustic guitar player because this guy named Joe Purdy, who I'll get to as well. Um, he was like, dude, we love Joe, but have you ever heard of Greg? And I was like, Greg who? And he's like, Greg Ryan Isakov, dude. He's this guy from South Africa. You got to check him out. Unbelievable. Um, sent me a song and I hated it. I was like, this dude, like, what are you listening to? <laughs> like, this is the most boring thing I've ever heard in my life. But then I started listening to it more, and I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, he took everything down to, like, the simplest form and just made it 
the the most, some of the most beautiful music I've ever heard ever. So and I just fell in love with it. Like Joe Purdy at the time was my idol, my hero. I wanted to be him. And then I heard this guy, and he was, I was like, this guy knows exactly what's going on in my head. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything that goes on in my head, he's putting it in music form. So that I would say he's my absolute biggest influence in songwriting. Wow. But um, like I did mention, Zach McFadden, who introduced me to Greg Ryan Isaacov, uh, he's a he writes and writes and writes. I, I don't know if he's writing too much anymore, but he used to write constantly. He had an album out with Zach McFadden and a speakeasy band out of Chillicothe, Bainbridge area. Um, they were great, but his songwriting was even more impressive. Like he was writing most of his songs as a teenager that I, that he was playing for me, and I'm just like, what? Is, this dude is one of the best, you know. So I try to play as much of his music because he is such an ins inspiration to me, and I, I try to model what he does really. Right. And then Joe Purdy, it's kind of a mix between all three. Is Zach still around? Uh, he don't play hardly ever. Really? He's uh, working a full-time job now. He just played his first show in a long time in Circleville at a, ah, uh, what is the name of that place? Tootsie or Tootsie's. Toodles? Tootsie's. Is it Tootsie's? I, I think it's Tootsie's. Yeah, so that's where he played out in Chillicothe, I mean, uh, Circleville. Same place like Colder Wall and stuff played when they were doing the circuit down 23. Right, right. But yeah, um, so he hardly ever plays anymore. That's why I play his music, honestly. I seen his brother last night. He came to one of my shows, and uh, I was like, dude, if he ain't going to do it, I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll play but, all my own and his. Heck yeah. So, yeah, he's he's unbelievable. So Joe Purdy, where's he from? Arkansas. He's, Arkansas. Uh, yep. He's from Arkansas. Uh, I got introduced to him when I was like a freshman in high school, sophomore in high school. Um, he's actually most famous for back in the day. I don't know. Do you remember the Don commercial where they were washing ducks specifically? <laughs> yeah, actually, I do. They're washing the oil off the ducks. Like, right. And there was a song in the background saying, I got troubles, but not today because they're going to wash away. They're they're going to wash away. And that was the whole thing. And that's actually a Joe Purdy song. Oh, wow. And I was like, years later, I only knew one song by him. So a couple of years later, that commercial aired. And I was like, that's Joe Purdy. I was like, I know that vocal. You know what I mean? Like, that is him. And then so I just went on and I just looked up everything he ever had to offer. And, and I was fell in love. I mean, almost burnt myself out, <laughs> really. Wow. But, yeah, he's he's one of my he's them them three got me into songwriting more than anybody heck yeah what's some of your favorite local bands around here well i just gotta support my for, some of my best dudes artists i guess i shouldn't say it, bands yeah <laughs> i uh i gotta always support my my guys so uh see you in the funnies those guys are great every one of them those guys are great and then ghost mountain and uh rootbound like some some of the those guys are just some of my best friends you know like those guys are super talented i wish i had half the talent that alan grooms or you know josh had or zach stout like them I guys are just they're <laughs> insane so I, I you know i love them guys uh i i love dusty chamberlain his voice he's like a country guy um, yeah i'm glad to see dusty out and playing yeah and I, playing, I, I got uh, to see solo shows i was lucky enough to catch him um he asked me to play a benefit with him for the the winery that burned down oh, and yeah. uh that's the first time I got to see him, and I was like, man, this dude's good. Like, yeah, I was like, Dusty's yeah. got it. So, yeah, I mean, really, everyone hey. around this area is unreal talented. I've never, in my wildest dreams, imagined moving to West Union, Ohio, 
and going, well, I just ran into the mecca of Ohio that's musicians. That's what I keep saying. That's why, I, <laughs> that's why I'm trying to drag all these guys here. And, uh, oh, I know. It's, and and they let need people to know where, that they're here. Yeah, because they, them guys are so, they're just so good. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, everybody around here, it's just... Dusty can do a hell of a tattoo, too. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah if you guys are, if you if ever you need, need a, tattoo, a tattoo, stop down by Dusty Chamberlain. He's got you. Right downtown Mount Orb, Ohio. That's right. So, uh, what what's your favorite venue around here? You've been playing around a little bit. What's the favorite place to play? Um, Man, that's a... I like... I like R. I like playing at RDs a lot. Everyone, really? Yeah, I love I love Russellville. I Everyone at there, RDs. they are so responsive. Yeah, RDs is great. Um, that that's a big part of it. it. The Century across the street there, I used to play there a lot. Yeah, and, and the crowd was so great there. Yeah, I can't believe they shut and, down. And I can't either. I that, that I don't place know. was that place yeah. was a cool bar too. It was a it was an interesting place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it was happening. Every spot. time I went there, it was it was packed, packed full out, and, yeah. and the crowd was great, and they were responsive and were paying attention right. to what you were doing. <laughs> it was actually nice to play. Yeah, it was. That's a that's that was a nice place. First time I ever went in there, I couldn't even get in the door. There were so many people there. I was like, this is obviously against fire code. You know what I mean? I was like, right. geez. So I, I ended up not even going in. I went to RDs. But yeah, I love RDs and I love Bottoms Up. The the same. Bottoms Up's like home to me. Where's Bottoms Up at? Man, Manchester. Manchester. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love it. It's right, just right there on uh, 52, I think is what the road is. Isn't Manchester dry? Nope. I think that's like the only town around that isn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then yeah, you got yeah, obviously I, got I thought the whole county was, no. was dry. Yeah, that's a, I, I guess that's a common misconception. I'm not exactly sure. Because when we first moved there, everybody said, we were went into town to get beer. They're like, oh, no, it's a dry county. Well, you know, four miles down the road, there's a liquor store in Manchester. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe they're, are, are they on the other side of the county line? It might maybe? be, might be. But yeah, I, I love, Bottoms Up's a great place. It's it's like home to me. RD's is fun to play. Everybody's super responsive. I don't really know anybody there. That's where I met Alan and all those guys. Right. And then. Yeah, Alan does the open mic over there. Yeah, exactly. On Thursday nights. Go check that yep. out. Charles Cameron, he runs it a lot too yeah. now since Alan's pretty busy. Right. But yeah. That's yeah, it's a it. fun place to hang out. And uh, open mic is always a good time. Oh, Every yeah. time I've been over there, it's it's a really good time. So. Everybody's so good so out yeah, there. So yeah, if you play music, go over there and check it out. Heck, I mean, over even in Ripley, you got rookies. That's a, that's a that's a pretty cool spot to play. What's the one right down the corner? I can't remember it. That was a pretty neat place. Have you played Sons of Toil yet? No. Everybody keeps telling me I need there, to get man. over there. Yeah, for real. I don't know who I'm to get a uh, hold of. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll hook you up. Cool. All right. Well, let's take a break and uh, play another song. And sounds good to me. Great. Hey, thank you.
so blindly for you And I know this distance it's hard Five hundred miles apart And every day seems a bit harder I'm living in hell steady kiss the way you hold my hand how you kiss me on my head tell me exactly how you feel when you look me in the eyes you say I love you but I know that it's fine girl and I know we do time have a place of our own we'll never have to be alone I can't wait for that baby girl it kills me every day but I stuff man i really appreciate that seriously thank i you. really enjoyed recording it it was it was really great thank you so much really i'm so honored to be here so i just got one more question yep what's the best song you got my favorite song i've ever written yep uh it's a song that actually i don't play ever i've only played it live for a short couple months after i wrote it really yep it's called habits it's my favorite song I've ever written. We were listening yeah. to it last night. I had a recording of it on my phone for a while back. Yep. Why don't you play it? I don't know. I just uh, don't want... <laughs> I love it. It means a lot Share to it, me. Share it, man. Share it. It means so much to me when I, when I, you know, hearing it and stuff. But, like, I feel that it doesn't captivate people as, as much as I want it to. So I'm like, I'd rather just captivate me, I guess. <laughs> You'll never know until you put it out there. This is also true. This is true. Yeah, that, it's a. Uh, she always wants me to play it, and I just never do. Wow. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing what you got coming up. I'm uh, 
I'm I'm looking forward to uh to you getting some recordings out and uh Me too. Trust me. Being able to being able to throw it in the C D player on the, <laughs> right. on the way down the road. Right. Yeah, that's what uh that's the goal. Get wow. some physical stuff out there. I really enjoy your songs. Thank you. Really enjoy your performances. I appreciate that a I lot. I appreciate you coming out. Thanks for having me. And uh go go to Spotify and uh Apple Music and I'm the only Dawn Taylor on there. Every place but Amazon, apparently. Yeah, every place but Amazon. I'm on Deezer. I'm <laughs> and check on. Check out the song he's got out there. And uh, that's my and, first and wait, song. Wait for the new stuff. Yep, patiently. It's a. Uh, I'm gonna estimate that I'll have some out by early next year. Awesome. So looking forward to it. Same here. Thank you. Take that. It's always a bummer when you break a string and you don't have another set. 
and Nolan's left-handed, so it's not like you could play one of my guitars. Anyway, I highly suggest going out and checking out a Nolan Taylor show. It's just not the same till you're standing in the same room with the man. Go to Nolan Taylor Music on Facebook. Hit the follow button to keep up with all the latest. Next month, I've got two-thirds of the band Darkroom Ignite. They're a loud, dirty, grungy rock band that come in here and broke it down acoustic for us, and they killed it. They're a couple of really cool guys. It was a lot of fun. You'll definitely want to check that out. Keep up with the show on Facebook at Manhound Sound Studio. To contact us, we're at manhoundsound at gmail.com. For Manhound Sound Studios, I'm Bill Wardlow. This has been Manhound Sound Sessions. Thanks for listening.